It's July 21st, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top story today, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov told state media that Russia's objectives in Ukraine now extend beyond the eastern Donbass region into the country's south. Just three months ago, Russian President Vladimir Putin shifted military efforts onto the country's east after failing to capture Kyiv. While successful in capturing Luhansk, Russia has been unable to completely control the Donbass because of Western-supplied HIMARS. Lavrov said that as the West continues to supply Ukraine with more long-range weaponry, Russia's geographical objectives in Ukraine would move further away from the current line. Quote, We cannot allow any weapons in the part of Ukraine controlled by Zelensky or whoever will replace him that pose a direct threat to our territory or the territory of the republics that declared independence or those that wish to determine their future independently. Russia has resumed pumping gas to Europe through its biggest pipeline after warnings it could curb or halt supplies altogether. The Nord Stream 1 pipeline restarted following a 10-day maintenance break, but at a reduced level. On Wednesday, the European Commission urged countries to cut gas use by 15% over the next seven months in case Russia switched off Europe's supply. Russia's President Vladimir Putin has sought to play down fears, telling reporters that state gas firm Gazprom would fulfill all its contractual obligations. The pipeline resumed operations early on Thursday, but a spokesman said it was only delivering 40% of its capacity. That is the same level it was operating at in mid-June when Gazprom cut gas flows, blaming a delay in the return of equipment being serviced by Germany's Siemens Energy. During the Aspen Security Forum, U.S. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco said that the United States had recovered a Fabergé egg, or at least an alleged Fabergé egg, from a Russian yacht seized as part of the sanctions regime placed on Russia for the war in Ukraine. Monaco did not specify exactly which yacht she was referring to, but did say it was currently docked in San Diego Bay after it had been sailed from Fiji last month. Monaco said if the jeweled egg was deemed to be authentic, it would make it one of the few remaining in the world and worth millions of dollars. Elsewhere, Mario Draghi has resigned as Italian prime minister, throwing the country into months of turmoil and weakening Europe's leadership at a critical time. President Sergio Mattarella's office announced the news on Thursday morning after the two men met at the presidential palace. Draghi's decision to quit came after he failed to win the support of his coalition partners in a vote of confidence in parliament. Early elections are now expected to be held in the fall. The favorite to take over as prime minister will be Giorgia Maloney, leader of the Brothers of Italy party, who welcomed the prospect of new elections. The U.S. Department of Justice has seized $500,000 worth of Bitcoin from suspected North Korean hackers. The hackers attacked healthcare providers with a new strain of ransomware 
extorting the funds from several organizations. U.S. authorities said they have already returned ransom payments to two hospital groups. The rare successful seizure comes as U.S. authorities warn that North Korea is becoming a major ransomware threat. Artillery shelling on Iraq's autonomous region of Kurdistan killed at least eight civilians and wounded 20 others, local officials said on Wednesday, blaming the attack on Turkey. Iraqi Prime Minister Mustafa el-Kadimi condemned the harm caused to the life and security of Iraqi citizens and reserved Iraq's right to retaliate. The Turkish Foreign Ministry referred to the airstrike as a terror attack and expressed condolences to Iraq. The ministry added that Turkey was ready to cooperate in investigating the attack. Reynal Wickram Singh has been sworn in as Sri Lanka's eighth executive president at a ceremony in the parliament in the capital, Colombo. Wickram Singh replaces Gotabaya Rajapaksa, who was forced to flee the country in the face of months-long protests over a crippling economic crisis. On Wednesday, Wickram Singh was elected president by the members of Sri Lanka's parliament. It was a remarkable turn of fortunes for the veteran leader, who lost his seat in the August 2020 parliamentary elections. The U.S. State Department has named 60 current and former officials, as well as some corporate figures in its latest list of people suspected of corruption or undermining democracy in four Central American countries. This year's list especially focused on politicians, judges, and others suspected of working to stack courts in Guatemala and the judges and prosecutors involved in cases against opposition political figures in Nicaragua in the run-up to the country's presidential election last year. The list was provided to the U.S. Congress in compliance with legislation pushed two years ago by then-U.S. Representative Elliot Engel. Those listed generally become ineligible for admission to the United States and have their visas revoked. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? At least on this podcast, the egg came first, but the chicken was not far behind. A Vermont family's chicken is back home after hitching a ride in the undercarriage of their pickup truck and ended up 13 miles away in the state's largest city last month, a journey that included speeds of up to 65 miles per hour on an interstate. Someone having coffee on Burlington's Church Street Marketplace, an outdoor pedestrian mall, spotted the chicken and knew the bird was in a predicament. A Facebook post led to finding the chicken's owners in Heinsburg, who were worried about the lost hen. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, we spoke with Cecile Shea of the Chicago Council on Global Affairs about Shinzo Abe's assassination. Go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. 
Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.